Hello fashion fiends and hype beasts. Welcome to part 2 of the election profit makers fashion spectacular. John and David will return with regular weekly episodes as soon as they can. Thanks as always for listening. Gucci Gucci Louis Louis Fendi Fendi Prada The basic bitches wear that shit so I don't even bother John was mentioning offline that one of the reasons he likes having an excuse to wear a suit is he knows the suit will fit because the suit has been tailored. That mm-hmm. speaks again to the importance of clothes that fit, which is, the I think, the most important thing about clothes if you want to look good. Like I was saying, like if you ever look at photographs of yourself and you're like, oh, I look good in that photograph, it's usually not the specific article of clothing you're wearing. It's whether the clothing fits you well. And, and yes. compliments you. But the thing about suits is like when I think about my favorite pieces of clothing, it's kind of like John, like I dress like a more or less kind of a slob or just like very neutral throughout the day. But my best pieces of clothing and the clothes that I have invested in, like I own some pretty nice suits, but I only wear them like like how often do I go wedding these days? Like everybody in my peer group is married, but I'm set for weddings for the rest of my life because I have a nice Seersucker from Frank Stella, which is that old school menswear shop in Manhattan. I have a nice blue linen suit from Frank Stella that I bought this summer for a summer wedding. And I have a really nice gray wool suit from Barney's. Mm. The late great Barney's. R.I.P. Yeah. When when we would go to the Barney's warehouse sale. Because those were good clothes. They had good stuff. And it's well made. Yeah. So I'm set for suits. But there has to be that middle ground in between hoodie, REI pants, and then suit. If I could master that liminal space yeah. in between it's sofa life and wedding life, I would it's be unstoppable, John. I would be unstoppable. Well, David, you yeah. sound like when you were talking about your green hoodie, like that sounded like it excited you. It is a very exciting hoodie. I would say lean into that. Like, I don't think you need to overhaul your entire wardrobe in order to like all of a sudden become this like crazy fashionista but like take little steps like and see how it feels you know like right to wear the like i was saying wear something that maybe fit wise is comfortable like that hoodie yeah but just try it in a different color try it in a different pattern you know play play it should be fun you know well uh, speaking of having fun i'm ashamed to admit this but i do have another recent article of clothing that is actually kind of fun and that i have enjoyed wearing and that's a fucking satchel's pizza trucker hat that this that this guy in Gainesville, Florida sent me as part of a huge care package. Now, I haven't worn trucker hats since my crazy days in the in, in my 20s back in the 90s when trucker hats were very much like... They're coming back. Oh, um, Are they really? So this is perfect yeah. timing for me. Yeah, yeah. it is good oh, timing. Yeah. And I will say to Satchel, this is a well... Kudos on not skimping on this merch because this is a well-made yeah. truck. One Do you of have my one, favorite, one of No, no. But, but Satchel sent me a t-shirt, a Satchel's t-shirt, which fits... Great. Really? Yeah. And all right. I, I That's I, your I, new yeah. adventurous piece. I wear that John. all the time. In fact, I, I am worried that I'm wearing it out. Every time I wash it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this on gentle and uh not not dry this. Oh fuck. We haven't even because talked about Because t shirts like that, you can't replace you know, he may send me another one and it might not be the same. So. Yeah, I do. I do hand wash all my old band T-shirts, but I try to remind oh. myself that wear is part of the story of the garment. Like my little punky T-shirt from when I was sixteen. Like the fact that it's faded and has right. gotten a hole or two is kind mm-hmm. of the story of the piece, and that's okay too. What's the deal with hand washing clothes? Is that what woolite is? Uh, woolite is specifically for wool. I don't really okay. use woolite, so so hmm. I'll, I'll tell you my like vintage washing regimen if that's helpful for absolutely yeah Yeah. um so most modern clothes it's you can you can throw it in the wash and just like be done check care labels care labels have been around since i think they got brought in the 70s or 80s um you could always check that uh i am not a dry cleaner i don't really believe in dry cleaning except for suits Right. Okay. Except for suits, because mainly because they press them as well, and that's really important with a suit. Um, but if you have like a silk, a blouse, a silk blouse, or a, you know, whatever that says dry clean only, I find a a gentle hand wash. I'm a big hand washer. Um, so 
for like silks and stuff, a Castile soap like Dr. Bronner's, very gentle. Um, you can there's don't tell me that soap. You can fucking wash clothes with that along with everything yes, else you can. You can do. Yes, you can. So what do you do? You pour a little bit into like a big Tupperware like a tub and Yeah, yeah. I I usually do everything in my in my physical tub because I'll like save up my my hand washing for, you know, a month and then be like, Oh god, I have I have, have no clothes. I that's not true. But like I don't have my favorite T shirt anymore. Um but other stuff, if it's not like a silk or a wool, it could usually just be normal detergent in you don't have to hand wash anything, everything, just the stuff that you think, um, wool sweaters never put in the wash. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. I did that once. Um, yep. I lost a yeah, good, I, I lost a good sweater that way. I think we all have learned that terrible lesson. Um, and do you have to separate your darks and your lights? Like what's up with that? I don't do it. I don't do it cause they're all dark. Yeah. I mean, technically Yes, if there's color. So so what you want to avoid is color bleeding onto your light fa- fabrics. Right. So I usually say if it's like a black t-shirt that you've had for 10 years, it's very unlikely to bleed. Um, if it's brand new, it's more likely to bleed because there'll be fresh dye in it. Um, I still, I'm not like always a big separator. Like we just send, me and my husband send our uh, laundry to the lady on the corner, you know, that does it you for use a laundry us. service. I, yeah, I right. da- which yeah. I I fought against for a really long time because I always did my own, and I it still is a little painful. But she does a decent job, and I don't have to do it, and it's cheap in New yeah. York. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's why another reason. It comes back all reason. folded nice, and it's packed so tight exactly. in a bag. I love yeah. it. Yeah, very satisfying. But that's another reason why I hand wash anything delicate is because I don't really trust Nancy to take care with my. 20-year-old band t-shirt. Yeah, I'm sure they're using detergent that's basically just gravel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 do some more questions here. This is good. This is stimulating some good conversation here. Lisa, Christine asked, do you have any fashion icons, fictional or real? That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to say I... Inspector Gadget. That's kind oh. of my style. Very conservative. and <laughs> And I like a clothing that's like... I mean, I've never worn a... Actually, I did used to have a London... I was going to say I've never had a gray trench coat, but I used to have a gray London fog raincoat. Mm-hmm. I kind of like austere clothing, I think. You know? Yeah. Function. So Inspector Gadget had man. that vibe, but... Yeah. I don't know. And lots of pockets and things that go... I like... Yeah, like pockets. And I know on TikTok, it's very fashionable for women to talk about dresses with pockets. Why do the... That's because we don't have them. This is I know. Why? Why don't you guys just make dresses with pockets? Like, stop complaining about it. Just do it. Well, there are designers that are integrating pockets. Our pockets also tend to be tiny. And that's to do with the line of a garment, is you don't want to have puffed up things on like a beautiful sleek dress, which is fair. But you don't want to have big like, honking cargo shorts, saddlebags on either yes, side of the dress. Right. Yes. Which right. I take um like I have an issue with men who put are wearing a suit and put like cigarettes or a huge wallet in their pants pocket. That me- like, that fucks up the trap. You're right. Oh, yeah. it looks yeah. awful. Put yeah. it in the breast pocket. But yeah, that's why women don't have pockets. Yeah. It's because it like ruins the line. Right. Which it's true, but also like I would love to have a pocket for like a lipstick. But or if something. they designed dresses that were deliberately had lumpy lines, then having the pocket would complement the line, right? Then it would be it would work. Yeah, yeah. You just need a lumpy dress. That's yeah, all I more need. lumpy fashion. Because yeah. guys can have that, and you know a lot of this modern fashion. Because on TikTok, when I look at these guys wearing like newfangled clothes, not necessarily yeah. Rick Owens, but other brands, a lot of it is like. They look like video game characters because there's like pockets everywhere and like weird straps and it's called performance wear or something, a performance gear or something. And they all just yeah. look like they're out of Assassin's Creed video games or something, you know, and there's like a pocket like right on their like there's pockets everywhere and everything just looks so chaotic. It's like if women were allowed to dress like that, then you guys would never complain about pockets again. There'd be pockets for everybody. We'd live in a paradise of pockets like like. Like this one one listener, Noah, wrote in and said, have you ever heard of demobaza.com? Have you been to this website? Look at these fucking pockets. There's so many. Like even the most basic thing has like a thousand straps falling off of it. I can't believe this is real clothes. 
This dude is like wearing a department store as as pants. And when you look at the women, they don't get the same amount of pockets. It really, even in futuristic crazy clothes, the pocket thing is still a little bit gendered, you know? Yeah. That's interesting to me. This man looks like a mummy. I know, right? He's like straps and bandages and like, it's it's really crazy. It's very, um, it's cool. It's very structural. And then there's this like crazy thousand dollar jumpsuit out of leather that looks like Britney's uh, toxic video. Yeah. A lot of fashion is very crazy. And you can quote me on that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really wild. It's really wild to me. I mean, some of it is like pushing to something new. You know, every designer wants to do something new. Right. So, like, I mean, these are very cool. These are art to me. Would would I ever wear this or recommend that anyone wear this? Probably not, just because it looks, it looks almost like they've thrown so much at it that it's, like, not, it's not, no longer functional. It looks uncomfortable to wear. It's, it's like a functionality, like, it's and... like, it's not security theater. It's like functionality theater. They made it look yeah. so fucking functional, it probably doesn't mm-hmm. fucking function. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just went crazy with it. <laughs> yeah. It does, and some of the women's stuff looks very much like, uh, you know, what a pop star would wear on stage. Like, no... I mean, maybe some fantastic woman would wear would wear these pieces, but they're not. They're like all sheer, with like crazy shoulder pads and straps. They look so amazing. Do you, do you think that that's a function of fashion sort of intersecting with technology in some ways, trying to look more modern or just have more pockets because people carry a bunch of crap around today? Why do you think that's happening? But, like, I don't look at these and think they're very functional because the pockets are, like, in places, like, on their shoulders and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think it's almost, um, this almost looks, like, inspired by, like, Dune or, um. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I think this is much more, um, kind of avant-garde and pushing the boundaries of, like, what is fashionable than trying to be functional or. Right. But John, on my REI pants, which are not high fashion, I mean, I think they're supposed to be fashionable. They're not just purely hiking pants, mm-hmm. and 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 they 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 have all these pockets, I, like a couple of these pockets I don't need. You know, these little stealth pockets. It's like, yeah. what can I fit? Like, there's one pocket on the side of the leg, low on the side of the leg, and I guess if I was out hiking, I could put like a knife in it or like a air horn to scare away a grizzly or something. But it's like, I don't really need these pockets. I think it is kind of just a marketing thing. And it's fun to talk about like, oh, can you see where my phone is? No, you can't because I put it in my stealth pocket. You'll never find my pack of Trident gum. It's been stealth pocketed. But even on these very simple pants that, again, are very low profile, like everything I wear, it's just like an invisibility cloak, essentially. There's probably one or two pockets I don't technically need. But it can be kind of fun because pockets are kind of fun. I will say that. Like- pockets are important. And so this this uh, pair of – they're not sweatpants that I wear all the time. I guess they're just athletic gear. They're kind of slick like you know old parachute pants used to be or something. Uh-huh. Uh, just – they have pockets, but they're shallow. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I am constantly losing well, that sucks. my you can money clip. extended. And, oh. A tailor can add, add – an extension to your pocket. That's what I need to do. Yeah. Because it's such a pain. I really do think finding a tailor and having a good relationship with a tailor is like one of the best fashion investments you can make. Yeah. Yeah. I also tailor for a film and TV and pretty much everything you see on screen is tailored. Interesting. That's why everyone on TV looks so beautiful because they're wearing clothes that fit because the the costume department. Can you tailor a t-shirt? Can I tailor a t-shirt? Um yeah. I I know a woman I know I know a better tailor than me that would do a mean tailoring on a t-shirt because she does knits very well. Knits behave slightly differently than like your standard like dress shirt. So, so that's possible. Out. I, I yeah. Would, oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You thought t-shirts were just like indestructible, like they could not be reformulated? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a seam would be seen. 
I, I guess I could see how you could you can tailor the sleeve of a t-shirt. Can you tailor the neck of a t-shirt? Yeah, can you retighten a t-shirt neck? Because my t-shirts are all getting blown out. The necks are all looking all sloppy. That's where it gets harder because you'd have to probably yeah. like create seams in the shoulders and then like chop like detach the the collar. But I bet you could do it on a back. darker colored t-shirt. Yeah, it, it would it it maybe hide better. Yeah, I mean. I would say like doing the sleeves, doing the body are fairly easy, but yeah, like your neck, you'd have to take off the collar and like cut it shorter, but then also take in the shoulder somewhere. Are yeah. turtlenecks fashionable? Can we wear turtlenecks? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. Oh I my love God. a turtleneck. John and I were getting worried about that because of our neck waddles from our- Yeah, because we're getting old. Our necks are starting older. to look all old. These necks are starting to waddle. John was like, I think I need to buy turtlenecks. I was like, I don't think they're fashionable. Oh but you're man, saying I'm going to be rocking those when I'm- I love a turtleneck. A turtleneck and a blazer is a great like winter- There uh, we go. All right. Winter fashion for me. But also you don't need to cover your your chicken wobble. I'm, I'm, I've been on the body positive- movement right i'm trying to i myself have gained weight as i've gotten older and um you were talking about your awkward body john but my new favorite thing is clothes are meant to fit us we're not meant to fit clothes oh fuck. Right. yeah so like that speaks to having a good tailor too it's that like you right. want that the clothes it, it's the same too if you've gained weight and you like are trying to wear pants that feel excruciating mm -hmm. it's like you shouldn't be changing your body to fit that pair of pants. That pair of pants sh should fit you. Mm -hmm. And whether that's getting a new pair of pants that fit you better or having the pants tailored, that's the most important part. Don't, you know, there's, we, we live in a kind of like fashion has a very like distinct view of what the perfect body is. And even stores, most stores don't come, don't do tall, don't do short, petite, um, you know, when you get into like plus size clothing, there's just a, such a variance of people's body types that like, A, it's impossible for most clothing brands to cater to all people's body types just because it's not like financially, you know, they'd have to make so many variations. Hmm. But because of that, we've kind of been conditioned of like, oh, I, I need to be a two and or a size four and like these don't fit me and there's something wrong with my body and it's like no we just need to like buy a size up and have it tailored to you if you've got mm. like i have a really small waist but like a big badonk so for me sometimes it means having elastic at the back or taking in the waist and getting a bigger something bigger in the hips so as long as we're talking about this lisa let me read you a couple listener questions we got sure one from whitney who's six feet tall Asking, can I turn a 40 long into a 40 regular by taking up the sleeves and not having all the other proportions look ridiculous? Because he's six foot tall, he might get away with just changing the sleeves on a 40 long. On a, on a suit jacket, that's a chest 40 with a long sleeve. Generally, like, you know, men's suits come in, for those that don't know, they come in short, regular, and long. And the biggest parts is... They're going to be longer in the tor torso if they're long. They're going to, you know, hit you lo lower and they're going to have a longer sleeve. So if he was, if he told me he was 5'9", I'd be like, absolutely not, dude. I don't think the jacket would just look so long, um, even if you changed the sleeves. But because you're six foot, you might be able to get away with it. You kind of want the end of your jacket, the hem of the jacket to kind of hit uh, kind of at like the chunky part of your below your thumb, the on your palm, mm -hmm. right around there. Like it basically should just be covering like 80% of your butt. If it's longer, it, it might look a little silly. So like if you've, I, I don't know if I'd suggest buying off the rack a 40 long, if, if the body's too long for you. Um, but if you found something at a thrift store that you absolutely love, um, and it's a 40 long, I think you could get away with being six foot getting away with just doing the sleeves. Um, that's an alteration, though, to change the whole like body of the jacket. That's like an alteration. That's a lot. So just be mindful of where it hits on your specific body. We had a related question from Eugenio. Many brands don't make big and tall versions of their clothes. What tips outside of custom tailoring do you have? I mean, what do you do other than have stuff tailored? 
Yeah, I feel for any plus size or uh, big and tall women or men because it is unfortunately slim pickings. Um, mm -hmm. You do have more opportunity if you are willing to buy online. Um, there's a lot more, there's just more available online. I know that's kind of scary for a lot of plus and big and tall guys because it just feels like, you know, you're used to going into a store and nothing fitting properly. Right, yeah. Um, that said, because there's more available online, you usually can return for free while trying on. It's worth it's worth looking around online to see what you find. Um, my big tip for, especially, I'm assuming, is this a man or male identifying person? I'm, I'm assuming Whitney and Eugenio are both male, but I'm not sure. And I apologize to both of them if we're getting something in error here. I'm guessing, uh, well, this kind of works regardless for uh, gender. There's one site that I really like, ASOS. Um, it is kind of fast fashion-y, but they do do very current, trendy pieces in plus, in tall, in short. Um, the quality can be hit or miss. They sell a lot of different brands, but I actually, my my husband is is what I would consider big and tall. He's about a 2X and he's like six foot one. Um, and we got his wedding suit on ASOS. It is not a well-made suit, but it looked fabulous. And uh, he still yeah, wears he looked it. amazing. And I should know because I DJed that wedding. You did. Yeah, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit of a Nepo baby with this because listeners <laughs> might know that my husband is uh, DJ Corey D, the Kenosha kid. The guy who got me addicted to buying uh, effects pedals. But but yeah, um, I definitely suggest um, if you don't want a custom tailor, um, I do suggest looking around online. And there's also a lot of now... Uh, Instagram slash TikTok influencers that are plus size men and women. And I follow a lot of them because they're kind of like breaking the barriers of so much of like what we think of in fashion, like dressing to your body type or like what's fashionable is really just what is skinny, what makes you look skinny. Mm -hmm. And there's so many amazing like influencers that are plus size, both in the men and women. Um, and I'm sure you'd find some great inspiration for some of those. I wish I had some like handles handy, but maybe I'll I'll search and give them to David and John afterwards. I, I second that. TikTok is a great resource for fashion inspiration. And once the algorithm starts sending you that stuff, you can really find the type of people who are getting dressed every day that that are similar to your body or your vibe or your style or whatever or you can follow people who are the exact opposite just because it's such a voyeuristic yeah. thrill to see somebody head outside wearing like 11 bright orange garbage bags as a funeral suit or whatever tiktok yeah. is number one for fashion i think and i think another tip for uh plus size men especially is um some of your like great standard workwear brands like your dickies or um, Carhartt. Carhartt. Yeah. Those brands are made for, were originally for like working men and women. Um, so a lot of their stuff goes up to 3X or 4X, I think maybe even 5X. And they do do tall. Um, and they're very trendy. They do some really cool stuff. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with doing a great pair of like Dickies work pants and then your band t-shirt and your like cool jacket, you know? Like, yeah, Dickies and Carhartt never really go out of style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Although I will say that back in the 90s when people would pair the Dickies work pant with the thrifted gas station short sleeve button down with somebody else's name patch on it, that has gone out of style, probably for the best. That was a lot of hipsters cosplaying as like gas station attendants. I love that. But the, but the, uh, but the Dickies pants and the Carhartt jackets feel like those just feel evergreen, like Levi's jeans and white T-shirts. It feels like that's always a safe yeah. bet. Yeah. yeah, there is like the staples of like a denim jacket, a leather jacket. Yeah. I yeah. am someone who doesn't really do like the capsule or the like evergreen. I'm not a big like evergreen piece. Like I'm big into getting something that's like fun and I love and just wearing it as if it's evergreen, like my crazy blue pants. Mm. Um, but yeah, there is something to be said, especially if you're, uh, if you're getting into fashion, you're new in fashion, whether plus size or not, the staples of like a gray pair of like Levi's, um, a great 
denim jacket, a great leather jacket, the a nice t-shirt. Those things are just like always going to look good once you find the right fit for yourself and the right, like something that makes you happy. They'll go with anything. So mm-hmm. you can dress them up, dress them down, all that jazz. Lightning round. Michael writes, for my 15-year-old daughter, Maya, who wants to know, how do you style flare jeans? Because they don't seem like they would be different from other jeans, but they definitely are. So first of all, for me, what are flare jeans? Is that bell bottoms? Yes, essentially. Uh, so flare jeans, yeah, I get I get what this listener's daughter is saying. They definitely are like a little bit of a different breed because they've got a very shapely cut to them. So what I like the most for flare jeans is to show the waistband. So I'm a big tucker. I love tucking a t-shirt into something. I think Oof. because it's a shapely That's bold. cut. I can't do that. Oh, you gotta love a tuck. Love that's a tuck. A, the tuck is like, that's some body positivity stuff that I'm not ready for. No. Work yourself up to it. All no right. tucking. I know, but right, I think... John? Fellas, that's so dangerous. They even make a whole new kind of shirt now called untuckable or something. And yeah, the whole point yeah, is it's untuck. a shirt that can't be tucked. Yeah. yeah See but, those at every airport now. But like, you know, again, it's like proportions that like the proportions of the bell. It's really nice to show maybe not your waist, your skin, but to show that the the cinch of the waistband, even if it means doing a French tuck, if you gentlemen know about that. No, what's that? A French tuck is when you take a long shirt and only tuck the exact front of it. I saw that in one of my TikTok guys. Yes. Yeah, he did that. That's my, you know, that's like a big trick. My big trick is always rolling sleeves, showing like four inches of skin on your arms always makes everything look better for some reason. What, just rolling up the sleeve of a long sleeve shirt? Yes. All right. Yeah, I can do that. You're comfortable with that, John, rolling up your sleeves? Yeah. Okay. What about a French tuck? No, no, no. What about a flare jean? (laughs) No, definitely not. I I did have a pair of flare jean at one point. A diesel. Diesel jeans. Wow. They were bell bottoms? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was when they were cool. Yeah. Like What, in in 1977? No, like 2003. Yeah. Is that when they were cool? Wait, yeah, I can't pretty much. picture this. Yeah. You can't, but you I, can't, there must be some miscommunication happening right here. They were bell bottoms or were they just the well, huge baggy raver pants? No, that were they so... just, they flared a little at the yeah. end. Yeah. You're probably talking about like a boot cut. Yeah, boot more. cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boot okay. Cut. Yeah. Okay. So there's boot cut and then flare is like a little bit bigger than a boot cut. Mm-hmm. And then okay. there's like bell bottom, which is probably what I would say is the biggest. But I think she could wear like, a little baby doll t-shirt, a tight-fitting t-shirt, and then if she wants to wear something over it, because you're showing that little waistband to give yourself shape, you can wear like an oversized cardigan or oversized button-down, and it still looks like proportional. Speaking of band t-shirts, I'll make a recommendation to this listener. Uh, Municipal Waste, the Virginia, the Richmond, Virginia heavy metal band, have a infamous t-shirt that has never been more fashionable than now. Um, it's a statement piece. And you might not feel comfortable wearing it everywhere, depending on where you live. So Google municipal waste Donald Trump t-shirt and maybe just and maybe wear that with your flare jeans. But I can't be held responsible for people's reactions. Uh, another question. Ed writes, is there something in film or TV fashion that's been used as a visual shorthand enough that viewers believe it's true, even though it's not really accurate? Does that make sense? It does. I'm trying to think of an example, though. Are there any tropes, he also asks, um, that are common in film or TV fashion that that annoy you? Like things that they consistently get wrong, I guess. Um, well, this is one that I I did not believe was true until I met a, a man who did it. Um, so in a lot of like your old mafia movies, like your Godfather and stuff, gentlemen tend to button just the bottom button of their suit jacket. That's which, the opposite of what I heard you were supposed to do. Yeah. Which is, you are totally right. So the standard is sometimes, always, never. So if it's a three button, the top is sometimes buttoned, the middle is always buttoned, and the bottom is never buttoned. If it's a two button, you always button the top, never the bottom. So I actually had a, uh, on a TV show I worked on, I had a background actor that insisted on just doing the bottom button 
and it drove me nuts. And I was like, sir, that's just not how you're supposed to wear it. That's like just, you know, it's like there's things that I've been ingrained in with me. I'm, I'm someone who's like, there's no rules to fashion. Do whatever you want. But that rule, I was like, oh, my God, you can't break this rule. Right, right. And he was like, no, no. He was an old Italian guy. And he was like, honey, honey, this is how we do it. And then I saw some like old, you know, like Godfather old ma- or an older like mafiosa. And there's a lot of guys that it, apparently it's like a regional kind of like New York, New Jersey, Italian adjacent mafia. Maybe not all mafiosos, but yeah, I was like, sir, this is not. And I ended up really appreciating it because when I talk about personal style, that is one of the things that like, oh, yeah, like character building. When you see a guy that has his jacket button like that, you're like, oh, I know that guy. I know who that person is that says something about him, that says something about his background, where he comes from, you know, but I, oh, I hated it. Oh, my God, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. But speaking of fashion, there's breaking news in the fashion world. Iconic designer Vivian Westwood known for popularizing British punk and new wave fashion, has died at dead? age 81. Huh. Hmm. That's like all that like like did safety you... pins and those yes. crazy plaid pants and all that stuff, right? Did you just manufacture this? Is this No, a... it just showed up on my phone. Look, I'm not doing a bit. Oh, my God. She was like a real fashion influencer. Like that's like. Oh, she's she is. She and is like, like bullet like belts the and stuff, right? Yeah, she brought punk to the like forefront of fashion she and she was a real punk like she wasn't like a poser doing it for like you know to be trendy she was someone who took like real punk aesthetic and was a punk and brought it to high fashion and she's like her tailoring is amazing too it's not just like oh safety pins thrown on stuff like she has stunning corsets and like structural suits that are like impeccably tailored but also punk and genius and fun and crazy well rest in peace to vivian westwood are there other designers that you really dig that you want to shout out either famous or obscure i mean i'm all about rick owens because i just like anything that looks like it was made in outer space yeah yeah so rick owens is my guy shout out to rick owens we'd love to have you advertise on the podcast or maybe come on and do an interview but lisa do you have designers that you're a huge fan of i'm a big fan of bode what's that um Bode is, I believe it's Emily Bode. Um, she's kind of the designer who started the like, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this like patchwork quilt uh, trend. It's a, it's almost like some people are getting sick of it now because it's like- Oh, when people new... make hoodies out of old blankets and patchwork quilts? Yes. I've seen that on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So people are like, it's been a thing kind of for like two or three years now. So some people are getting tired of it, but- um, Bode started it like, you know, I don't know how long they've been around, but at least five, eight years, you know, they did it before, but her whole thing was sustainable taking these old fabrics and like making amazing pieces from them. Uh, she has a store in like Soho or, um, but yeah, they're all, they're all have this like nostalgia to it where it's like beautifully handcrafted um quilting and like embroidery and just like most of the a lot of the pieces are unique or there's hand painting it has like a very artisanal craft but Hmm. she's like brought it to the full like to now where it doesn't feel dated um yeah i really like bode what's the name of those two sisters who are a little bit weird and they make fashion together maybe they're twins the olsen twins Rodart. What's Rodart? Oh, Rodart. Have you ever um, heard of that? That was big yes. when I was younger. Yes. Rodart. Um, I think they're beautiful. witches. Are they witches or something? There's something going on there. Oh, I don't know about witches. And then they were going to make a movie or something. I think they're friends with Spike Jones. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know Rodart. Rodart does beautiful, 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 um, like formal wear, like okay. stunning, really like over the top, but still wearable. Um. I believe, did they do stuff for um, Black Swan? It's Kate Malevi and Laura Malevi. Um, but yeah, their stuff is fabulous. Like, I also really like uh, Prada, Miu Miu, Rodart, all these things that are kind of like semi-fantastical, like over-the-top pieces of art. Is Prada still a good brand? Should we be buying Prada? I think, I don't think they've been canceled yet. 
No, I don't mean in terms of politics. I don't care about politics at all. I only care about looking good. Oh, no. Prada is fabulous. Okay. I'm more of a... So Mew Mew is part of Prada, and I love Mew Mew, um, but they're sister brands. Have you ever heard of Reem Acra? When I was a fact checker at Martha Stewart yes. Weddings Magazine, Reem Acra made the best wedding gowns. And then I went to a wedding and the bride was actually wearing Reem Acra. And I was like, <sighs> holy fuck, I fact checked that gown. That's like a $20,000 gown. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Reem Acra is known for their like over like beading and like the details are astounding. And like that's where fashion is amazing. John, do you like Reem Acra? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Vera Wang. Vera Wang. Shout out to Vera Wang. Another yeah. legend. That was great, John. What about Donna Karen? Is Donna yeah, Karen good? Absolutely. Stephanie asks, is it okay to put hand wash only clothes into a mesh laundry bag and just throw it into the washer? This is getting back to the care stuff. About yeah, be clothing. careful. Oh, be really? Careful. Okay. Do you have a delicate cycle? Do you have a hand wash cycle on your machine? Do you have like a low spin? That's the first thing. If you have one of those, you probably are okay. I would be careful with anything wool because what makes wool uh, shrink is heat and agitation. So is a delicate cycle and a hand wash cycle on a washing machine, does that just mean that like the tub moves really slowly? Like what makes it delicate? Yeah, essentially. Like, okay. you know, the spin cycle where it goes like. Yeah, it goes really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's It, it does like a gentler version of that. Um, Got it. I always say cold 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 but i mean if it's if it's like a polyester top that's saying hand wash throw it in the bag and just put it on delicate that's fine if it's a wool sweater maybe just take the time to hand wash it stephanie also asked before i buy a garment how can i tell if it's cheaply made or if it might shrink or twist in the wash so cheaply made um it's usually about the fabric and the fabric content so like um most fabrics are blends just to make them stronger but like having a higher natural like cotton wool your natural fibers are always like a little bit more uh maybe not pricey but just like they're just nicer because they're not plastic essentially um then you want to look at like stitching and how it's constructed and this gets a little like hard for just the everyday person, but you know, give it tugs if the stitching looks like loose <sighs> in places. Also, one thing you know, something will hold up better. Like if you've looked at your jeans, there's something called a flat fell seam where it's essentially like folded over. It's like on your jeans when it's you see that two two rows stitch in and it's there's no seam allowance on the inside. That means it's been like double stitched. It's hard to explain. I'm doing a terrible job. Is that here, a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good that... thing. It's okay. a good thing. It means it's not going to just um, unravel. Like it's really hard for those things to unravel because they've been stitched, folded onto itself, and stitched again, closed. So, same with like uh, another easy way check the buttons, do a little gentle tug on the buttons if they're like falling off. Oh, another good one. If it's a pattern, the pattern should match. So like on a plaid shirt, one big way to see if the quality is poor is if the plaids, like the colors of the plaid, the stripes of the plaid don't match. That means that they're cutting it to- What do you mean? Don't match on either side of a seam? Yeah. Like on yeah. a on a button front or on the seam, you want oh, it to be right. like seam, seamless- in the sense that, like the stripe of the, of the pattern, thing goes, yeah. of the pattern goes straight across your chest. Oh. If you're seeing stuff that don't match up well, that means that they're they're cutting corners. They're they're using, you know, they're trying to not have excess fabric at the end. They're cutting right. it just like mm -hmm. as close as they can that they can get it together. But it, usually, it's a sign of poor, you know, poor construction and poor mm -hmm. cutting. Stephanie's last question. What's the worst clothing store to shop at? Oh, God, Zara. Really? Uh, I mean, I'll give Zara credit that they are very inventive. They have new stuff, but they, they like all their stuff is like very cool and very affordable. They steal from uh, small designers constantly. Um, and it's also just like hell. I have to shop there a lot for when I'm designing because they do have good stuff for like characters. 
Mm-hmm. Bah, but it's always a nightmare. There's always like a line outside the door and their stuff is not well made. Just try and find the original artist. That's if fast you can. fashion, right? That is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joan asks, do you have any fashion tips for an aging punk Gen Xer who would rather die than look like a soccer mom, but doesn't want to look like she's trying to be an eternal teenager? This is kind of what I was getting at earlier. I love this one. Yeah, I think I think um, don't be too ashamed of being an aging punk. Um, it's all about your comfort level. So if you go out and you're feeling ridiculous, like sure, tone it down. But I, I'm I'm someone who's gotten louder as I've gotten older, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And we've talked about TikTok a lot, and I actually uh, there's two TikTok accounts that might be inspiration for you: um, gray hair and tattoos. So she is a woman in her late 50s that is tatted up, wears docks, and looks fabulous and, like, just doesn't care. Confidence, like I said. Mm -hmm. Then there's another account. This is a little bit more avant-garde. It's Advanced Style Official. Um, These women are wild the way they dress. I I don't know if I'd necessarily suggest it for an everyday person, but it's fun to look at. Um, But I think kind of like what we were saying for plus-size men is... There's stuff that's like the punk aesthetic, like your Doc Martens, your your jeans that, you know, your tatted up jeans and your like dickies that just are staple piece, pieces that don't go out of style. Like wear them with pride. And like if you want to pair it with something that's a little bit more toned down, then you still have a little bit of style and edge. But I personally think you should just say fuck it and go for it and just be who you are. Don't worry about your age. I'm going to throw out some TikToks that I like. One is this guy. <laughs> all he does these like really quick reviews of all the runway shows of of high fashion or what is called haute couture. His TikTok address is relax. It's only fashion. I love him, although I could never dress like him. His vibe is very different from mine, but I love him. And another one is this guy named Evan Smith who gets dressed every morning. And his TikTok is S-V-N-T-H-E-V-A-N. He has a very calming, a very calming energy. And the thing that got me into fashion TikTok, I think the gateway was this TikTok account I've mentioned before called the People Gallery. But that has grown, that is so popular now that it's mostly, I think, just rappers who got hooked up with the account via their PR people. And these rappers always are always just wearing the same four different brands. And Although I do respect how crazy they look a lot of the time when they're all wearing the same four different brands. And then the guy says, do you have any fashion advice? And they say, be yourself. It's like, uh-huh. Okay, buddy. What we you mean it. is be super rich and shop and shop at the same stores that all the other rappers shop at. But that's what opened the doors, I think, to fashion TikTok for me. Yeah. And I think that's like the the idea of the people's gallery is really great of like, like, that's one of the great things about New York is, like, people watching. Yeah, such... street fashion. Yeah, Street fashion is such right. an inspiration. There's another guy that goes around Williamsburg, and it's just like, I would never think, uh, even as a costume designer, I would never think to put half of this stuff together. But it's just awesome. So it's like, take inspiration from, like, it doesn't need to be, like, Dior or rick owens or you know like these height or a rapper or a celebrity like sure use them as inspiration but there's so many people that just do amazing have amazing personal style um so like those people watching accounts great inspiration sometimes if i see somebody who's dressed really crazy depending on my mood sometimes i'll find i not not so much now but maybe when i was younger i find myself like getting mad at them and is that just because i'm jealous that i can't be so free as they are and confident. Possibly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do. do you know what I'm talking about, John? Like, mm. if you see, sometimes you see somebody and you're like, oh, come on, just wear clothes like a normal person. But mm-hmm. I wonder if part of that is just like being jealous. Like, I wish I could be that crazy, you know? Yeah. I think sometimes that's what people react to crazy fashion about. They're like, the player haters are just a little bit jealous. You yeah. know, they don't, you have to have confidence to dress like that, I think. Oh, co- yeah. I keep on saying confidence. But, like, there is something that, like, we are kind of a little bit conditioned to, like, like that. And that's my problem with fashion with a couple capital F is that we are kind of like you're either in or out. And, like, I just don't think that's how we should approach fashion. Right. But I think we we are kind of, like, conditioned to want to, like, go with the crowd. Like, 
even when my I turned I dyed my hair green my mom was like why and I was like it just makes me happy but she was like why would you want to stand out like that she was like horrified um so you know yeah do you have a show did you really love one that you feel so groovy Chris writes, and I'm hoping David can tell the legend of the going deep button-up shirt and apron. Okay, so this was, yeah. This gets back to the point I was making about just like trying to dress very austere, almost like a uniform. I just wanted to wear the same outfit at all times on that TV show, partly because we were ho- we were shooting everything out of order. So we never, like the continuity was going to be impossible. And I didn't want to have to think about clothing and I wanted it to be a kind of uniform, you know, something kind of iconic. And I already had a black apron from my pencil sharpening business because when I started my pencil sharpening business, uh, John, our friend Mike, who is a printmaker, said, well, if you want it to be artisanal, you have to have a black apron because then people will pay whatever you want. You see a guy in a black apron. It's like this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. So the going deep outfit was just uh, we, we bought four identical pairs of blue jeans. I think we had four identical gray button down shirts from, I think it was, they were Brooks Brothers shirts and then two or three black aprons. And it was like, that's the uniform. I'll just wear it at all times. So as much as possible, we tried to keep to that. And that's kind of like, I still kind of just wear a uniform. Like I mentioned, REI pants, t-shirt, hoodie. There's something comforting about it. Maybe because there's so much instability and chaos and, 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 uh, there's like a sense of futurelessness to my life. Like I have no stability in my life. Maybe wearing the same boring clothes every day is kind of a way to at least like lock in on something like one little source of stability. You know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you don't yeah. have to think about it. I mean, you know, Steve Jobs was famous for wearing right. the same thing all the time. And I heard from somebody that Noam Chomsky's son ate nothing but McDonald's cheeseburgers every day. Love it. Because they just need the stability, you know? Yeah. When Wittgenstein went to go live with some Americans near the end of his life, I think he was outside of Princeton, New Jersey, that the the woman of the house asked him when he arrived, like, what would you like to eat? And I think Wittgenstein said, I don't care as long as it's the same thing every day. And that's kind of like us with clothes. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you want to set life is complicated. <laughs> so in some ways you you do want to simplify it. So, I mean, yeah. Edith Edith Head, who was one of Hollywood's most prolific and famous costume designers was known to only wear like the same black outfit every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that. All right. This has been our longest episode ever. And I'm going to put every single moment of it up. But I, I would love for our fashion episode to be twice as long as our regular episode because <laughs> we still have so much to talk about. Like I have so many questions, but I think we should stop for now. Maybe we'll do a different fashion episode later. But Lisa, before we let you go, do you have sum up your what is your philosophy of fashion? If you could leave our listeners with one or two pieces of fashion knowledge, what would they be? My fashion philosophy is wear what makes you happy. Um, wear what's good for your body and the earth, and have confidence. Just it's easier said than done, but like, right. g- yeah. give yourself a little trial run. Like, you don't have to go out wearing like a purple tuxedo. Just try like. You know, and go to that wedding instead of wearing a tie, wear a bolo tie, wear a brooch instead of a tie. Start with something small and see the feedback you get. See how it makes you feel. If you don't like it, go to your standard. That's okay to have something comfortable. But I think most people would be surprised at like the positive feedback that they get from people that genuinely like to see something a little bit different. John, if you were going to leave our listeners with one or two pieces of fashion advice, what would it be? Uh, I, I I don't know if I um, am the person that can give any fashion advice. Um, yeah, my my bit of fashion advice would be have something that fits. Yeah, uh, because I think from there everything flows from there. If you have something that fits, you're gonna feel more confident because you're gonna look better. Lisa, where can people find you online or what do you want to promote? I do have a website, puckvintage.com, where you could buy my vintage wares. I do mostly 50s to the 80s. I do mostly women, but I, I don't totally believe in, I mean, gender and clothing is a real thing, but like nothing wrong with 
boy wearing a girl's outfit or girls wearing a boy outfit. So I got to say, these young men, someone asked us to talk about the best Gen Z fashion trends. These these young guys who will just throw on a skirt or a dress like it looks really tough. It looks cool. Oh, my That's God. something that we never would have done as as kids. And it's not like they're just wearing like a granny dress for a laugh. But I guess do people make skirts and dresses for men now? Because they look really cool and tough. And it like, yeah, I mean, we talked about like fashion icons and two of my like recent fashion icons, like current ones are uh, Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet, because they've really kind of like embraced the genderlessness or like the the feminine and masculine, which is like just it's just fun. Right. Um, It's just fun to watch. And like I've been trying to get my husband to wear a skirt to a wedding because I think he'd like people would just go wild for it. And like, no, I disagree because he can never stop wearing his St. Vitus sweatpants. And the sweatpants are so tough. They are tough. And now he has a uh, Idols long sleeve tee that has Pomeranians all down the arm of it, but it's equally tough. So you're, I interrupted you when you were talking about you. So you're, you mostly deal with women's fashion. Yes. So okay. yeah, my website is mostly women's fashion, but if it fits where it doesn't matter your gender, um, on TikTok, I'm at puck p-u-c-k dot vintage um and on instagram i'm at puck vintage uh i like tiktok a lot more though because i get to just say whatever i want and teach people stuff and do fun stuff there yeah i would say to any of our listeners once again if you're interested in fashion or you're fashion curious like i am tiktok is a great way to go window shopping and people watching especially if you don't want to leave your sofa. You can get so many ideas and it gives you a little bit of fashion courage. Fashion, there we go. Good job. Yay, fashion. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate it. Of course, thank you for having me. Yeah. And thanks to all our listeners who are our Patreons. Thank you for your Patreon support. Perhaps you will see uh, more fashion content in the future. That only makes it nicer still. My shirt, I love my shirt, my shirt is so comfortably